Hey guys, welcome back. Today, just another solo episode with me. And guess here,、uh, what a week has been. NBA trade deadline just here. Perhaps Nathan and I will have another episode about it sometime soon. And most people talk about the Suez Canal in Egypt as well. A really giant cargo ship basically stuck there. This ship basically long as Eiffel Tower and almost long as Empire State Building. And experts say probably it take two to three weeks to get it out. So hopefully they can sort it out soon. And I know it's kind of pain for the logistic industry, and lots of lots of shipments got stuck there. So let's hope、uh, they can sort it out soon. So today, if you're here, I assume you want to know more about the twenty one point three and twenty one point four, which is the last workout of this year in the Open. Personally, I think it's quite a good test. There's quite a lot of movement. I predicted there's some kind of squat movements、uh, involved because we didn't do any squats last two weeks. First time. We see fun squat in the opens, barbell fun squats, ninety five pounds, and then thrusters ninety five pounds as usual. Nothing really surprised me. And fifteen reps, I mean, not a small number, but not a huge number as well. It's manageable. And we got three different gymnastic movement. I think it's a quite good order. Slowly build up, toes to bar, and then slightly more difficult, chest to bar, and then barbell swaps. All three movements at thirty reps. For games athletes, obviously not a lot, but for Average people like us probably that's quite high volume. We might done thirty reps in workouts before, like total, but we may not done like thirty barbell swaps or even chest to bar, or could be like toes to bar as well, like in a row before you move to next movement. Today we want to break down how to get yourself a better score or better time. So first of all, I hope you guys recover from twenty one point two. I did a workout on Friday. And then took me like three days to recover. I finally feel back to normal, and I can do my normal workout on Tuesday. And I know a lot of people still in pain,、uh, hamstrings kind of tight. So hopefully you guys will recover. Let's、uh, hope you guys ready for this workout. This workout, first of all, when I look at it by paper, I would say, oh, thirty barbell swaps at the end.、Uh, it might be tough for me because I have not done the barbell swaps since or in a workout. Since probably December and like three months, so thirty in a row is quite a lot for me. And it's like at the end of the workout, so I know, oh, I might if I can get to like twenty to twenty-five barbell swaps, I'll be happy about it.、Uh, and then、I、watch the live announcement: Sam Brooks versus Elijah Mahon. Elijah Mahon finished like twelve thirty something, and I saw how he broke down the reps. And then I kind of like, oh, if I can make a push, or if I've been smart a little bit, how to break. Or don't start too hard at the gates. I may have a chance to finish around 14 something, and that was my goal. So before you do this workout, make sure you know what's your goal. See if your goal, if you are really efficient on barbell or chest bar when you're under fatigue, you may want to shoot for finish for time. But if you usually struggle with chest bar or barbell in the workout, especially those people, you might hit and miss barbell when you're tired. I would say maybe take a step back, think about I just want to get as many barbell as possible for this workout. So make sure you have a realistic goal before you start this workout, and then start breaking down the、uh, game plans or your rep scheme. For this workout, it's a bit tricky. You get some tiebreaker time, the time you finish your、uh, thrusters before you get into the rest, that one minute rest. But let's say like that, if you know you can pass with the chest to bar, I would say the tiebreaker time is not really a huge deal at the beginning because your goal is once you get as many barbells up or get. The workout done. So I would say 
don't burn yourself out at the beginning. If you need to break down the thrusters, especially the gymnastic movements, do it. But when you break it, so let's say I want you to do sets of five, sets of whatever, or even just like last week we talked about, like downhill could be like 12, 10, 8, or whatever number you can think of. Or another rep scheme, I think it's, it works quite well as well, is there's a small set, but you, did, you need to be disciplined to jump back to the pull bar very quick. It could be like five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one, or five, five, four, four, three, 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 three. Okay, so whatever works for you. And if at one point you cannot link anymore, let's say your hips got locked, or you just, just your grip, your forearms gonna burn out, just do singles, whatever works, just get it through. Your goal is just like, make up a little bit more time, and then while keeping your heart rate not too high. I'm saying, if you're a good athlete for toes to bar and chest to bar, even if you can do 30 in a row on a good day, you might not need to do all 30 and broken because you want to save yourself for those bar muscle ups. You don't want you to get stuck at the end, Unless you're like super genius, you can do like 40 in a row in your training. So uh, I doubt that so many people can do it out there. So, and if those people can do that, probably not listening to this podcast or, uh, right now. So being smart about how to break it down. I personally quite like this workout. Like I said, from toes to bar, uh, slightly more difficult, chest to bar, and then bar muscle And the chest to bar actually is quite tricky because I know quite a lot of people can do bar muscle but the chest you might actually burn yourself out more, burn yourself pull, and then actually you need to do some work before you get to the fancy movement. So many people can do bar up when they're fresh, they can post on Instagram, they can like knock out like 10 or whatever huge number when they're fresh. But I know so many people when they're fatigued, they may not can perform very well because their hips don't shoot high enough or they pull early and then chicken wings. So actually this is quite a good test to make sure you do some work and then when the later of the workout and then you can earn your skill movements and then to make sure you get a capacity and then you can perform under fatigue. And then the barbell, 95 pounds to be honest. 95 pounds, 65 pounds to be honest. It's not really heavy. So everyone can do it. Just depends if you need to break them or not. And again, if you can go for unbroken, that's fine. But if you're getting, if you want to save yourself a little bit, you can break down to two sets. Could be in 10 and five or uh, nine and six or whatever works for you. Or if you finish, you do three sets at the end. Six, five, four, that's okay as well on your thrusters. Fun score, I believe most people can go for unbroken or in two sets the most. So I hope you can finish this workout under the time cap, but if not, that's fine. See how many bar muscles or maybe for people just got the chest to bar, see how many they can get. So I finished like 1430-ish, so I was happy about it. I finished this workout right before time cap. And my plan was do the chest to bar like three sets and then bar muscle in sets of three to five, something like that. Chest to bar didn't go well. I did like two sets maybe like 13 to 15 reps done and then I need to start doing singles and it's not really a time to show off like you can link a big set it just basically get yourself through you need more time for the bar muscle and the later sets and for bar muscle I did a set of five I haven't done bar muscle in a while like three months I did set of five I feel good and I jump back I'll do a set of two and that's okay I can do twos or threes rest of the workout but no after that I just doing single so singles got me through and then I finished like 14 30 something which is fine I at least finished under the time cap. And then 21.4 is similar as 15.1 and 15.18. I know some people talk about this week we probably have some workouts similar as uh, 18.2 and 18.2A, but that's a different story. You only got 10 minutes for that workout and then you should knock out workout and then rest of the remaining time should do the lift. 
So some people actually didn't have a score at that year or only got like one lift. And this year, no matter what, you got seven minutes to do the lift. So I want you to break down how do you use that seven minutes wisely. You got seven minutes, the timer start right at you finish your last thrusters. So let's say I finished 14.30. I got you like 21.30 to finish and the clock start already. And this year, I don't know why HQ did it, maybe just make it more challenging. You cannot have any, your friends or judge help you load the bar. You need to do it on your own. I finish my thruster, drop the barbell. It took me about two minutes. I need to catch my breath, load the weight. You know, bending down to load the plates is not good position to breathe already. My heart rate is super high and I need to make sure I load the weight uh, correctly. And that's like two minutes gone already. I need to have some water, use a towel, clean my sweat, all the like small things you might not realize you should do. And if you should take off your shirt for Metcon or somehow your, your shirt is off, make sure you put a shirt on for the lift. Why? Because when you catch a barbell in a fun rack, you want to keep that area kind of dry. If you kind of like with a little shirt, it's slow slippery. So even you get a good pull, good shock, you might end up just missing the lift. So make sure you have a shirt on and make sure that area kind of dry off that fun rack area as well. So that seven minutes basically is only like five or six minutes. Think about your three lifts opportunity. The first lift, you want to get a lift you feel really comfortable. It might be a lift you did in the warm up before the whole workout start. So I forget you mentioned earlier, when you warm up for this workout, you want to warm up the barbell complex. Even you don't do the whole complex, at least warm up the hand clean and the jerk. You want to decide to use power clean or squat clean. You don't want to change it up during the uh, workout. You have three lifts, let's say. You don't want to do one lift with all power or push jerk and then somehow the second set like split jerk. Decide what version you want to do and what kind of jerk. For me, I did power clean because I feel more comfortable. Hang clean, I'm not really good at the hang position. So I might need to do a hang squat clean. And then for jerk, I feel more comfortable split jerk. So basically for me, it's power clean, deadlift, power clean, hang squat clean, and then a split jerk. So you can do whatever, but you need to make sure you've been consistent. You don't want to somehow, let's say I just finished 200 pounds with the push jerk and suddenly 225 or whatever weights next, I do a split jerk. It, it just like mess you up your, your footwork, your nervous system not ready for suddenly there's a big new movement. So make sure you try to be consistent with morph movements. And like I said, three lifts. How should we use these three opportunities? The first lift, basically, you want to secure a score. Do something you feel really comfortable. Not super light, obviously, but something you feel comfortable. Uh, usually, it's your warm-up lift in your own training. I mean, warm-up lift is like before you max out. Those lifts, you also like decent heavy enough, but you can still hit it. And then rest maybe about two minutes. You need to load the pay, uh, plates, chalk it up, maybe wear your belt. Once you feel okay, go for the second lift. Second lift is something you usually can hit in training but it's still heavy and the third one it could be like a do or die lift or maybe just like a small jump after a second lift if you made the lift successfully but let's say if you miss your second lift you still have time and this year the rule is a bit different because you don't have to finish the whole complex before time expires you just need to pick up the bar off the floor before time expires so let's say my time expires 21.30. If I pick up the barbell like 21.29, basically the complex of lift is still live. I don't have to drop the bar. I can still 
take my time to make the lift. So if you miss your second lift, you may can give it another try or maybe low down a little bit. If you make the second lift, you may can add a little bit weights and then go for your last one. Some people may say, oh, uh, what shoes should I wear? Should I wear lifters or not? I think to be honest, depends on how you should train. If you switch your lifters, it might take you another like 30 seconds and 45 seconds. For me, I should train with my Metcons. I don't really wear lifters unless it's like heavy back squats. For all lifts, I can get used to with my Metcons, so I don't really need to switch my shoes. But if you need to switch your shoes, you gotta be quick and you need to have your all your lifting gear by your area. Because that seven minutes go by really quick. You don't want to end up like spending half of the window to just changing your gear. So think about if you need to wear lifters or not. And if you going to do power clean version, you're not squatting. I to be honest, I think Metcon's good enough. You don't really need to change your shoes. So again, depends what you feel comfortable and you should be quick. I actually quite like 21.4, just like others, a previous open workout like 15.1A, 18.1A. Why? Because most people usually don't train their lifts after the Metcon. Most of the gyms, most of the affiliate or most of the programming is like lifting first, string first, all these first before the Metcons. And the open workouts actually with first orders, I actually like it because you're actually more warm. And people say, oh, my lift, I probably cannot hit too, uh, hit too heavy. Um, it might also change the people training style after the open. I actually quite like it because you're more warm. And also so many people, they, they may hit some PR or they may hit some lift they usually don't hit when they're uh, in the workout. They're way more warm. And also because of the open atmosphere, so they may can actually hit some uh, numbers. I'm not saying it's a PR, but it could be like some lifts they surprise themselves. So I actually like the lifting after the Metcon. And personally, for my training, I usually like to get the Metcon in first and then do the lift because I'm more warm. And then also in competition, like open or some local competitions, so many events are set up like this. So I think CrossFitters, they're actually more uh, warm and they will perform better, they can lift heavier when they after Metcon. Of course, that seven minutes window is quite short this time, but actually it's still quite a good test and see and show your lifting capacity. So make sure you warm up your lifts properly before the actual workout start. You don't have to like max out the beginning, but I mean like just warm up your weights around your first open lift around that territory, that range, I think is good enough. And make sure you get everything by your area, like plates, towel, chalk buckets, could be shoes or bell, maybe a sweat towel. And again, make sure you have your shirt on during the lift. For the 20.3, make sure you know how to break the reps. Don't start off too hard. It's not about going for unbroken. Have your realistic goal about the 20.3 part and decide how do you like to break them the rep scheme. Or if it falls apart, just be flexible wouldn't you do singles well hopefully my tips will help you guys and you can let me know how it goes shoot me a dm on instagram thank you for listening again if you still have not subscribed my podcast please subscribe on spotify apple or whatever platform you're listening right now so thank you everyone good luck on 21.3 and 21.4 goodbye